I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The Liberals and Conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah! Good morning to you, 1048. This is the Alex Pearson Show, and this is the uh, one of two days of the week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, where we bring our friend Tom Korski, the managing editor of Black Locks Reporter, in to cut through all those lies. Hello, Tom. How you Hi, doing? Hi, Alex. I love our chats. They're fun. The part I of the week I look too. forward to. Aren't they fun? <laughs> imagine if we got to drink during them. We could call it truth serum. Uh... God knows what Liquor would God knows what would come out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know, but it would be fun. Um, you know, you guys were really ahead of this um, reporting, so I'm sure none of this comes as a shock to you, and you've got the receipts to prove it. But uh, they did finally, I guess, a review of the contracts written up in COVID, and these were all signed off by the Department of Health, and only a tenth failed to follow the rules. The department issued 17,000 contracts, only 40 were checked at random out of a $22 billion spent. We spent very $22 high billion, dollars, and that's very it? Very high rate of, of, of irregularities. That's right. A tenth of the contracts, they, oh, more than a tenth of the contracts they looked at had serious problems. Uh, no documentation, no records. Uh, one of them, uh, a warehouse is released based on an email. You, you don't do that. You wouldn't mm. do that at county council. You don't do that at school board. You don't do that in a G7 country. As you mentioned, this is the procurement ombudsman looking at a random selection of 40 of 17,000 contracts that cost taxpayers $22 billion. Alex, you said it. It's a, it's a, it's a raw fact that the pandemic was just a catastrophe for many people. There were deaths. There were business failures. There was hardship. But it's the best thing that happened to some people. And they, mm -hmm. there is a class of COVID millionaires. And there has been no accountability. And it was the government's job. And they were told in real time by experts who testified, including former Crown Prosecutor at the Commons Ethics Committee, who said, watch this. Don't use the pandemic as an excuse to get sloppy or say this is no time to be looking to make sure all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted. That's exactly the time. No one listened. There was no real-time monitoring. And here you have the most casual chat. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Finds yeah. Irregularity after irregularity after irregularity. You bet. Yeah, well, I mean, look, if we ever had an inquiry, which is not on the table, um, you know, because, hell, we don't do that in this country, but, you know, maybe an audit's needed because – the, the amount of money that was shipped out the door, pushed out the door, and certainly to friends in all the right places, uh, you know, the, the, there have to be checks and balances. And, and who was getting this business? Was it opened up? I know we were under a crunch, but there are processes in place of bidding and these kinds of things, but they were throwing out so much money. And you've got to be able to follow the dollar. And, and unless you do a proper audit, which this is not. You're never going to find it. And it was a lot oh, no, of money. Absolutely. absolutely. This is judicial inquiry. You have to get people under oath and threat of perjury. The problem was, and we saw this in, in 
the limited disclosure of documents that you were able to find. Mm. Literally, Alex, within hours of the prime minister holding his first news conference on the first day, the World Health Organization declared a global pandemic, March 11, 2020. Within hours, the phone calls were going out from the Department of Industry to their little friends in the contracting community. You think about that. When the prime minister said weeks later, we're going to have, we're going to set up a website if you're a supplier contact us it was a bunch of baloney the calls had already gone out they know just who to contact and just what to pay how much half a trillion dollars was borrowed and spent the pandemic was a lottery win for a certain class of people you talk about war profiteers there were pandemic profiteers it's no joke yeah, um, and now we learn that, well, they've donated a small portion of the pandemic ventilators, which uh, have been sitting in a warehouse collecting dust, and I guess they're going to the war victims. But, yeah, Public Works spent more than $700 million on these ventilators. They've not been used because they never, they didn't work. They didn't meet code, and now we've sent them off to Ukraine. Go down Here, the try, list. You try them. Go down the yeah. list. Over $700 million went to three favored contractors, by the way. Uh, none mm-hmm. of them were uh, on, on the aid list for medical supplies in terms of federal contracting before the pandemic. One of the companies, CAE in Montreal, had a machine that twice failed federal testing. They got a contract. Frank Bayless, famously operator of Bayless Medical, got a ventilator contract. He'd never made a ventilator in his life. And he still got no, a contract but... with cash up front. And this, the, the Ukrainian uh, giveaways... That's uh, Thornhill Medical. Uh, in, in the Minister of Finance's writing, she boasted about it. Thornhill Medical stepping up. The Department of Health said in internal emails, we don't want Thornhill Medical devices. They cost too much. We have questions about the product. They were ordered anyway. This has been reported. It's been documented. 40,000 devices from favored contractors. You said it, Alex. They were never used. They went right into storage. Yeah, and uh, he was a Liberal MP for one term. He didn't stick around for the um, the pension because he didn't need it. It's like, oh, I'll Frank just sell these ventilators oh, no. that don't no. work. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, Frank, Frank knew so. just who to call. He, he, he had the right <laughs> phone number. Yeah. Meanwhile, I think this is important. I don't have a ton of time for it, but certainly, you know, as we talk about housing, 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 and all the housing we need that apparently has never been built, 40% of homeless people um, provided with this federal aid um, became householders. And this is done by an auditor, but the majority of the $3.7 billion the Trudeau government uh, doled out in this reaching home program, uh, it didn't work. Most people just went back on the streets. That's important. It's a very expensive program, almost a yeah. $4 billion program called Returning Home. You're right. 60% of people that were the beneficiaries of federal aid, in according to the auditors, were incapable of keeping house. There are people who are homeless, not because they couldn't find adequate housing, but because they have mental health and substance abuse issues. Instead of focusing on the 40% who were helped, who were those people? What worked well? The feds are just shotgunning money. This could be very expensive failure, Alex. Not just expensive, it's a crisis. And again, you've had eight years, eight years to figure it out. And now, you know, these programs... They don't work, but we certainly pay a lot for them. Tom, I'm out of time. I, I got to figure out how to get more time with you. 
Why don't you spend more time with me? I've got to spend more time with you. I've got so many other good stuff, but I can't get to it. Thank, All thank right. you, Alex. All right. Cheers. That is uh, Mr. Tom Korski. And, of course, worth the uh, investment, subscription-based. And Blacklock's reporter certainly does get the fine print that tell the real story.